Hello, beloveds, and welcome back to Your Hero's Quest, where we talk all things hero's journey, self-development, and mythology. So today I wanted to explore in depth the phase of the hero's journey that happens right after the crossing of the threshold and right before the road of trials, and that is the belly of the whale. This is such an important phase on the journey because it's when the hero or heroine goes within to be reborn again. And it is in this belly of the whale, this darkness, this shadow realm, where the hero finds himself or herself and the courage to continue on. And while we consistently cycle through the hero's journey many times in our life, I think that the belly of the whale may be the most important piece that we must consistently confront or um, explore because it is within these shadows that are held within us that hold us back from expressing our most uh, divine truth and light and expression. So to in order to find out what those things are, these subconscious um, emotions and programmings, we have to enter the belly of the whale so that we can be the best versions of ourselves on our quest. And as Joseph Campbell says, these are the hero's uh, ogres, the unsolved enigmas of his or her own humanity. And here's the thing, from when we're born to about age seven, our subconscious mind is like a sponge and it is picking up all sorts of stories from our environment, from our parents and teachers and society that get stored in our subconscious and we accept them as truth. This can be a money story or a story of your worthiness or about love, how you received love as a child and then, you know, that gets uh, programmed in and that's how you express yourself in relationships later on in life. These could be our self-doubts and, and basically all of our fears. So the problem is um, when your conscious mind and your subconscious are at odds, the subconscious will always win. And that is why we need to uh, take the journey in there and see what's going on so that you can insert a new paradigm to operate on and that is how you get to your dream reality that is how you elevate your vibration to that of your goals that is how you attract the partner of your dreams into your life or anything that you're trying to manifest it's the reason it hasn't showed up yet is because there are those subconscious blocks that are living in that shadow realm of your uh, psyche so the belly of the whale um comes from the story of Jonah and the whale. He is on this mission that God appointed for him and he doesn't want to do it. He, he doesn't think he can do it and he gets swallowed. He's, he's out at sea and he gets swallowed up by a whale and is in his belly for three days. And in that darkness, he finds himself, he finds the courage and he has like a change of heart and is like, no, I, I, I can do this and I'm going to go on this mission. It's when you have an awareness about something that you can change it. And that's the thing about the subconscious is it's, it's unless you, you look at it, you are operating on complete autopilot and completely unaware of the programs that have kind of uh, snuck in there 
This portion of the hero's journey is seen in so many myths, tales, legends, and again, I think is the most transformative. It is the most transformative because um, it's when the hero is reborn. You literally, the, the shadow work that we do in life is modern alchemy. It's transmuting lead into gold, transmuting our ego into divinity, transmuting our shadows into light, and transmuting ourselves into the fullest truth of what we are. Those subconscious programs are false, uh, false like cloaks that we've put on that are, are not our truth. Our truth is that we are um, extremely abundant and can be, do, have whatever we want in life. And um, so that is why we need to uh, see what is stopping us from that. There is a um, uh, ancient Sumerian tale of a, the goddess Inanna. She ventures uh, into the underworld where, are there, where there are seven gates that she must cross. And she had um, put herself in all these beautiful garments and necklaces um, and robes before, before traveling down there. And at each gate, she must take off one of these garments. And by the time she, she gets through all of them, she is naked. And uh, she confronts her sister, who rules the underworld, and her sister kills her. After three days, she's rescued and she, um, you know, is resurrected and becomes the queen of heaven. So the symbolism of this tale, of course, is traveling through the seven uh, gateways of the underworld, the unconscious. Um, she purifies her seven chakras and her sister killing her is symbolic of her shedding all of her self-limiting beliefs and her resurrection into becoming the queen of heaven, of course, is that um, slaying of all those dragons that she did opened her to the truth of what she was. And now she is, you know, part of the divine. The famous allegory for this is uh, Plato's cave allegory. And the cave figures in so much literature and legends in this allegory. There are prisoners chained to a wall in this cave facing a wall. And behind it is a walkway where there's a fire pit behind that. So it it sheds light onto this wall that they're facing and things go by and cast shadows onto the wall. These prisoners, because this is their only reality that they see, have no idea that those shadows are representations or that are figments of the actual real thing behind them. And it, it, it just speaks to our perception of things that are real and not real in life. And the cave again represents the subconscious and um, non-illumination. So what is real, what isn't? And a more modern example of this is in Star Wars, when Luke goes into the cave when he's with Yoda on Dagobah doing his Jedi training, and he enters the cave of evil, I guess it's called, and it represents his descent into his fears. And he sees uh, Darth Vader coming at him and they have this lightsaber duel. So he's terrified of the empire taking over. And then he beheads Darth Vader and his mask sort of um, pops off and reveals 
Luke's face. So his ultimate fear is turning into the thing that he is fighting against. So he, he does get reborn in this cave because he, he realizes his truth and realizes, sees the power of the dark side and knows that he is only going to harness the light. And this is where he sort of really takes off on his uh, Jedi training and his place in the world and his purpose. So for you, for me, for all of us, to, to go into this shadow realm, and this is like um, very Scorpionic if you're into astrology, you know, Pluto rules Scorpio, Pluto is the ruler of the underworld, and will take your hand into those shadows. Scorpio is like the ruler of the unseen things, of regeneration, of transformation. And you have to be willing to go to the dark to transform and to do that alchemy. It's the seen versus unseen, conscious versus subconscious that is this like dance that we're all part of. But if we don't venture into that cave, into that belly of the whale, then we won't be able to reach our highest potential and highest good. So don't be afraid of it. It is actually some of the most important work I think we can do um, in our lives and on ourselves. And uh, one more example that uh, shout out to my dear friend and amazing life coach, Alyssa, for this one. But in Frozen 2, Elsa has to travel to this ice cave, basically, that's um, past the uh, dark sea. So she is totally traversing the unknown and goes into this ice cave. She's in search of the fifth spirit of um, fire, water, earth, and air. And there's this fifth spirit she hears singing to her and she needs to find it so she can restore the land and this enchanted forest. She enters the cave and when you, by the way, enter a cave, um, you have to leave behind all that you know. You have to leave behind, you have to be willing to um, give up your old self to go and uh, be transformed. And what she, the answer she gets in this cave is that she is the fifth spirit she's been looking for all along. All of the answers and everything that she thought she was seeking was always within her and she was the answer. And this is, this is what we find in our personal caves. And her sister actually simultaneously, Anna was in a cave as well. And she was sort of, her companions had all left her and she finds herself completely alone and is like, how can I go on without them? I'm, I have sort of defined myself by my companions and being, um, you know, having them be this beacon for me. And she finds in her uh, cave of fear that she also has every single thing it takes and all the courage that she's always sought from others she has it by herself and she lifts herself up and continues on her quest, reborn into this magnificent, more confident and um, assured version of herself. So things that um, come up for you in your life, uh, shadows that come up and, and limiting beliefs, self-doubts, it's important to see them and try to find the root of them. 
You have to go and take that plunge, take Pluto's hand, go into the underworld, go into that cave of fear and, and look through the shadows to see where this doubt is coming from. Because again, your truth is light and is perfection. The doubts and all of that these have been these paradigms put into your subconscious that are not true. So where did this story come from? When you find where it came from, you can transmute it. You can tell a new story to replace it. You can literally delete these stories from yourself and put new ones in. There are always new experiences that bring that shine a mirror into these limiting beliefs you didn't even know that you had. So it's like constant alchemy that brings us to that dream reality. And um, I don't know about you, but when I have these epiphanies and revelations, I feel so excited because I'm almost like, wait a second, I get to change that. I get to, I get to confront that and tell a new story. And now I don't have to live based off that story anymore. And it is the most freeing thing ever ever, ever, ever. It's not about dismissing your shadows and fears and limiting beliefs that you find in that cave, but it's about integrating them into your full being so that all parts of you can be expressed and never shunned or feeling shame or guilt about them, but, um, but seeing them and honoring them and then telling a new story about them that serves your highest good. It is the most transformative, exciting, and deep work that we can do that not only transforms our lives, but like I always say, the more light that you bring into yourself, the more you open up your heart, the more shadows you transmute and integrate, the more the world changes, the more the world shadow starts to dissipate, and the more and more light gets um, emanates all around the globe and uh, this is the way to this is the way to peace and harmony and truth uh, for all of humanity so I encourage you um, to uh, to do this work and as always if you enjoyed this episode if you got value from it please don't forget to like subscribe and comment I love hearing from you and your thoughts on um, the episode and to close it off, we will grab a card from the Hero's Journey Dream Oracle for a deeper message on shadow work, traveling to the underworld, and being in the belly of the whale. Okay, so what card will we get today for our final message on this topic? Let's see what the cards have to tell us. Divine drunkenness, surrender to your spiritual reverie. Message. You've said yes to becoming all you can be, yes to becoming your best self, and yes to contributing to the world by remembering your dreams, sharing your gifts and talents. It seems the universe heard you and is responding in kind. Instead of panicking at the loss of who you thought you were, celebrate your gain. By releasing who you were, you have created space to explore the infinite possibilities of who you shall become. Your divine disorientation is due to the disappearance of the self you've come to know over all these years. Take heart knowing the sacred storm taking place within is part of your apotheosis. You are experiencing elevation from where you've been to the human you were born to be.
The rearranging of cells, molecules, atoms, electrons, and quantum material that holds you together is a wild party. Call it good and revel in divine oblivion. Mantra, I am high on life and off my rocker with the overwhelming beauty that surrounds me. I mean, I feel like we always pull the most perfect cards that truly elucidate the message uh, that, that I've been talking about. But yes, yes to becoming your best self and being okay with letting go of those old versions of you that just don't work anymore and reveling in just this beautiful experience that we get to have on this earth plane. Um, so I am sending you so much love on your hero's quest, and I will see you in the next episode.